Catherine Mary Stewart from The Last Starfighter, Night of the Comet, and Weekend at Bernie's. And you are listening to Retro Life for You. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to back to the podcast, Retro Life for You. Today, we're going to be talking about, if you'll notice in my background here, let me try to give you a little better look. We got Mr. Sho Kasugi back here dressed in full ninja uniform. Speaking of ninja uniform, my co-host tonight seems to be disappeared. I can't see him. Ninjas tend to lurk in the shadows where you can't see them anywhere. Can anybody find Travis for me by any chance? Man, what is that him? Is that him? Oh, oh my gosh, is that him or is that Bane? I can't tell. Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing a fun episode tonight. Yes, the Bane or is it? Uh, let's see. Since we watched, it, uh, why does your Bane sound like Sean Connery? Because he does. <laughs> he says like Sean Connery, but like high pitched. Like he does. Oh, doesn't he? <clears throat> oh that messed me up. Yeah, I'm a uh, I'm Beaver Eyes. Is that what it is? Yeah, I thought you were like Drax from like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You were standing so still that I could not see you. Yeah, I can do it again. Watch. I mean, it, uh, oh wait, where'd you go? Are you still there, Travis? I'm invisible. Hey. Tra- Travis, I hear you, but I can't. Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Are you John Cena? It's my camouflage. You can't see me unless I turn on my night vision. Oh, now I'm just blinded by the light. That's right. What's our show about tonight? I mean, to the, well, as I said, we're talking about martial arts. We're talking to talk about martial arts specifically in the movies things that we grew up watching different martial artists different movies that we loved watching growing up with martial arts in it smoke bombs maybe tell you the difference in an action flick and a martial arts flick you know throwing knives i mean you know some of us when i was younger i could match you weapon for weapon probably i would show you everything i had and then (laughs) i don't have the smoke bombs right now however i have not had anything like that in quite such a long time i can make some bombs i bet the very last thing i had in my possession were a i don't know what the term is set or pair of size Hmm. i don't know would that be a set or a pair that is a good question Hmm. Is it a set or a pair? Does this look like my hair? This looks like my, I feel like it almost looks like my hair. Like I can uh, no. flop it. Like I can flop we, are, it. we are very unprofessional in every means right now. I'm eating a Pop-Tart and you're dressed like a ninja with a nightlight on. It was, it's 80s movies. What a not a ninja with a nightlight on. <laughs> Come on, ninja with a nightlight on. This I mean, is look, my... look, look here, look here. Show Kasumi is a throwing star on his helmet. You got a nightlight. Right, because I use my throwing weaponry in my hand. I'm going to reach up and well, grab he it right here well, and throw it. Yeah, well, he, he takes it off later in the movie. What it, his technology is older because that doubles as, you know, how the doctors used to wear the big reflector to catch the light on their heads, like a flashlight. That's what his is for. Okay. Yeah. I got you. That's right. I can go with that. Heck yeah. 
Travis, Travis, I'm going to ask you a question. What's up? Ah, I can't wear this no more. I can't breathe. How are you doing tonight? I mean, okay. Are, What's are, up, everybody? Are, are, are you mentally stable tonight? Are you feeling well? Are you doing okay? Um, I don't think that goes by not by not basis. It's probably you just been like in, any old time. Have you been in Granny's cough syrup a little bit? You know what I mean? No. Little, little. No. No. Okay. Just making sure. Now, <laughs> now I look like some crummy DC character. <laughs> which one? Which one would that be? I don't know. Some Pesolato right there. <laughs> Shots fired, Ray. That's right. <laughs> Marvel all the way, Ray. Marvel all the way, Ray. I don't know what to say, Ray. I'm sorry, that's a scary movie. That ain't in our uh that's not in our <laughs> <laughs> who, who cares about marital arts of the eighties and nineties? I mean martial arts of the eighties and nineties. We got jokes, okay? That's right, we got jokes, people. We just recently did Maybe they want to hear Williams. about Michael Dukakis. They, well, you know what? We're not going to talk about Michael Dukakis. We went over this already once, all right? I know. Don't, you are going to make it to where we never get him on this show. And it's nah. all your fault if we don't. He's coming. He's got great I hair. Will, I will never let what Great hair doesn't mean he's going to get him on the show, though. I mean, you, cool you, comp, you complimenting his hair won't get him on the show. Uncle Jesse's awesome. Uncle Jesse. He's got great hair, too. Yeah. He's awesome. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I, I, bet Uncle Jesse, Jesse. I bet Uncle Jesse couldn't fight a ninja, though. Yeah, but he could sing to him. And, and he you can't get Uncle Jesse. Because I'm fairly certain Uncle Jesse Duke is dead. That, not that Uncle Jesse. He didn't have oh, great well, hair. He had a great were, beard, though. I thought you he meant the cool Uncle Jesse. No. <gasps> not the lame one. How dare you? We'll never get him on the show. How rude. How rude. <laughs> anyway. To just jump right on into things here. Back uh, to the show. Back to the show at hand. Let me ask you, Travis. Uh, when you were younger, you, know, you were born, you know, about 10 years after me. You're, yep, yep, you're, yep, you're, yep. you're the baby of the bunch here. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, what is your first memory of a movie with martial arts in it? I mean, what do you think the first one do you remember watching was? I have a feeling I know. But First I mean. martial arts movie I can remember. Uh, I would say sitting in my dad's lap, young kid, young, young kid. I don't even know. I wouldn't even try to say how old I was. Little. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say it had to be, it had to be uh, Enter the Dragon. Or is Enter the Dragon or it was... Uh, well, you've got two. You got the game thing and, where, and the, to, where the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar footprint. The Game of was, Death. It was one of those two. The Game of Death. Yeah, so it was a Bruce Lee so movie. So. Either Enter the Dragon or Game of Death. Yeah, it was one of them two for sure. You, you, I would have swore up and down you were a Ninja Turtle guy all the way. That's not the first martial art movie I ever saw, though. That's what I was thinking in my head, however. That's what I was thinking. You look like the first thing you ever saw was uh, a Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle. Yeah, because I got this going on right here. I could probably do a Ninja Turtle too. Just cut me out two little eye holes. Uh huh. I bet you like pizza too, don't you? Oh, I love pizza, man. Count Bunga, dude. That's what I'm saying. Dude. You're like you're like the lost Ninja Turtle Van Gogh. Yes, yes. I'm Van but, Bro. But, but are you I'm, missing an ear? I'm Van Bro. Huh? Oh, uh, are you I mean, missing an I ear? Could be. I mean, no, know. my big toe. Your big toe? Yeah. So that's the difference in Van Gogh and Van Bro. One's missing an ear and one's missing a toe. 
Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. I got right. got it bit off a few years ago by an African toad. I was gonna say you uh, you made her mad, didn't you? What girl did you make mad? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> probably a couple of them. I was out of cow chops to drop behind me when I was running and they didn't have nothing to step on or hurt their feet. Hmm. Y'all don't know what cow chops are. Those are like little, yes, the little pointy sharp things that the ninja would drop off behind them. If you've ever watched Revenge of the Ninja, you know what those are. Or if you watched uh, even, I think it was even in the, it may have been in the first one too, Enter the Ninja. You know, everybody gets just a little confused actually. Back in the day, when the when the the ninja genre was kind of big, okay, and we're gonna be all over the place in this this episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we've got no specific timeline, just so you guys know. No. But back in the uh, ninja genre time, uh, they had three movies in. The, I don't I don't want to say like right in a row, but you know, if they did go after each other, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, then Ninja Three: The Domination. The only tie-in that I know of with those movies is that Shokasugi plays in all three movies. But he does not play the same character. In Enter the Ninja, he plays a ninja assassin that's hired in to kill this American guy mm-hmm. who had been staying and visiting his friend. I think that, I even think they were in Australia, possibly, at the time. I might be wrong. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. But... Um, uh, they have a ranch there, and they're being threatened by some people. And he goes there, and he's helping them out a little bit. And in order to take care of this guy, because he's big in martial arts, the guy who's trying to take over the ranch hires like a ninja assassin. And um, oh, it, it was funny for the longest time. I, I'd watched this movie every now and then at home when I was married uh, in my in the earlier years of my marriage. Uh, when I was married. When I was and, married. Uh, um, and it would make my wife uh, laugh just a little bit because the actor who plays the guy trying to overtake the ranch they've got is probably just not a very good actor, I guess. But he's trying to get the attention of the guy who's there helping his friend, the one who knows the the, the martial arts and ninjutsu. And he's like, starting to sound like a love story. It's not really a love story. <laughs> but he's like, he's like, ninja, ninja, ninja. It's like he's calling him. He's in trouble. It's like he's calling him by his his full name, like right? Ninja, Ninja Ninjitsu, Ninja Manison. <laughs> right? Get here right now, or uh, it's just but it's awful. But it's such a but the the fight scenes though. And this is what we watched martial arts movies for. This is what I'm getting at in yes. a way with this with this movie in particular. This is kind of what I'm getting at. We all really didn't watch these movies because we enjoyed the great acting. Right. We watched it because we couldn't wait to see the next fight sequence. Yeah, we weren't looking at the the ancient dude that was supposed to be 400 years old who was clearly a 20-year-old in a bald cap and a glue-on mustache. You know. Fu Manchu. <laughs> Glued-on Fu Manchu. Yeah. They, um, they were great, though. The cheese was so amazing. I will... You know what? It has to be a martial arts movie. or Well, a TV show. It has to be. And I think that for the time, I think the acting was was quite good. There was a television show. Now, I didn't watch it when it came out. It came out in the 70s, I believe. Uh, but I went back and watched this thing as a miniseries, actually, uh, Shogun. Yeah, and Shogun. I, thought, I, thought Shogun was, I thought Shogun was a really good story. 
And it feels like, to be honest, after watching Shogun and then The Last Samurai coming out a few years later, it feels a lot like The Last Samurai was based off of the Shogun movie. Or the, or, or the uh, yeah, that one in uh, 47 Ronin felt like it built, bared a striking resemblance to it, too. Not the original, the remake we counted. Um, and The Last Samurai that you mentioned, that's uh, that's I think that's probably is was that 90s or was that 2000s? That's 2000s, I think it was mid 2000, mid early, early mid 2000s. Yeah, I think it was. I it mean, did. Kind of, it's kind of outside of a range, but I, I, it is good to bring up though because that that was a a very fun, a very good movie to watch. We hadn't really gotten any. Oh, real, it was amazing, and the cinematography any, was beautiful. It was, and we hadn't got any real martial arts movies in a long time until that came along. Really, now it, unless you're counting Ninja Assassin that they brought out, but Ninja Assassin back in that time frame also was just too Kill Billish, like you know, with, with the way they filmed it, and I wasn't I a agree. fan. I wasn't a fan of the way they filmed Kill Bill or anything. That, that just didn't do really? anything for me. No, I, I really love wasn't. Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill. Uh, it's 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 the way it was filmed for me. The the style of the way they portrayed the action and stuff. I, think I got you. Kind of, kind of a turn off for me. And when they, they did Ninja Assassin in the two thousands, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's a lot of blood going on. This uh, the, the 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 Ninja Hero guy has. Um, I can't remember if it's called a Manriki Gasari chain or what it's called. It's got the, it's it's a chain with a lead ball at the end, but a knife at the other end, and you can sling it around. You can sling it forward and pull it back. But he was using that, and he would sling it around. And when he would do, the blade was was slicing off arms and heads and all right, dude in half. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. I just, well, I, I that's like <clears throat> going back to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Borman. He's uh, this pollen count is killing me right now, man. I swear. Ninja magic. It was ninja magic. Uh, Yeah, it could have been some dust. Um, So going back to Shogun and the the likenesses between it and um, uh, uh, The Last Samurai. So uh, Richard Chamberlain played the main character, uh, Anji, Anjinsan. So uh, that's what his name became. He was pilot major John Blackthorne. He was an English ship pilot, and his his ship wrecked on a Japanese coast in the early 17th century. And then he has to deal with uh, the two most powerful men of Japan in those days, Lord Yoshi Toranaga and Ishido. Uh, Ishi, uh, just Ishido, I guess. I'm reading this off of IMDb at the moment because I can't remember that in depth. But um, they struggle for the title of Shogun. They're fighting over it. And he just kind of gets the end of He ends up being the go-between. And there's so many likenesses. Like I said, you know, I had I had rented this and watched it, and it's long. It, I think it's yeah. like six hours long or something. It is. It is a very long. That's why. That's how I agree with you. Be the mini series, most likely. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's five five episodes or something. So, but um, but yeah, it's it's he's he's just caught up in the middle where, you know, Tom Cruise's character in The Last Samurai kind of just falls in love with the people and fights with them. But mm-hmm. the similarities are striking between the two stories. They really are. It's, it's real I, close. I don't think it's as much as um, Tom Cruise's character falls in love with the people as he falls in love with the way of life. Oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. he, he sits there and studies daily what they're doing, and he's writing it down, and he's he's discovering their way of life that they do. Right. Uh, all the, the dedication to it that they put forth, even the kids, the, the right. dedication I mean, of the kids learning and everything. And I mean, I'm just saying you wouldn't have no way of life without no people. Well, uh, that's true. It doesn't matter or not. But, you know, I mean, yeah. 
I don't think he thought. I don't think he thought other people were beautiful either. Yeah, no. no I think no, he no, thought. No, no. I think he thought the way of life was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like. Uh, okay, so now talking about martial arts. Now, one of my very, very favorite martial arts uh, movie stars, Jet Li. Um, he did a lot of stuff in the eighties and nineties, and then he moved over and started doing more mainstream American stuff in the, I think late eighties, early two thousands. I can't remember though. There's a movie he was in where he played the real, um, founder of, uh, the Jun Woo school of karate, which is a real play. It's a real thing. And, uh, who Ja was the name of the man that created this. And, um, it was about him being the, 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 uh, master or not master the champion of tanzan and um he goes out and you know his whole life is about fighting and being the best you know and this and that and uh he ends up suffering suffering great loss and he comes back and um he he gets i think he gets he gets drunk he gets something happens to him he washes down a river and you know one of the little rice patty girls finds he ends up in this uh village with a blind girl taking care of him, nursing him back to health and all. And he kind of, kind of the same thing. Like you were talking about with Tom Cruise's, I find this a lot in, in the more in depth um, martial arts and Asian movies, but he kind of found that way of life and that, you know, uh, breathing, stopping to breathe and start stopping to smell the roses. As we say, there's one, ep- there's yeah. one part in it where, you know, that, that competition still in him. So he's out here trying to plant rice in the, in the rice paddies and all these other people are just like, zooming by so he's like oh no they're not gonna beat me so he's like and then like the wind starts blowing and they all stop and just let the wind blow through him and he looks up like what's going on and he just keeps on going he learns how to live that life and to live peaceful he learns how to live with inner peace right and and just a slower pace great movie by the way the name of the movie is fearless 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 with jet Li. Uh, incredible! One of my very favorite martial arts movies of all time. I, you know, well, when I think of Jet Li, I think of a couple of movies, and honestly, I don't think I ever. I don't think I. Romeo Must Die was one. I don't think I ever watched one. I don't think I ever watched it. But the main one I think it was Lethal Weapon Four. Oh, he was so badass. That was our like. That was the Americans' introduction to him, dude. Right, and and that little rosary chain. Yeah, it's not like it's a real martial arts movie. This is what we're talking about earlier, the difference in a martial arts movie and an action movie. Yeah. There are some martial arts done in this movie, but it is strictly an action movie, more or yes, less. Yes, yes. Um, you know, back in some later examples, well, we, we talked about this earlier as well. I'm sorry, I was way out of our uh, timeline. That's a 2006 movie, but still go watch it. Yeah, I mean, but it's not, it doesn't hurt <laughs> to throw it out there. Though. I mean, Jet no. did kind of, if you, I think he was out in the 90s. Absolutely. Once upon a time in China, so, I believe was yeah. um, early well, 90s. Once again, Romeo must die. Lethal Weapon Four, both out uh-huh. in the nineties, I believe. Uh-huh. So I mean, he's had his he's he's been out there already. That he's done a lot more movies in you know overseas as well as over here as well. So I mean, right. he's got a lot of credits to his name. 100%. So talking about so I could just throwing it out there. I mean, shoot, uh, the the Last Samurai was way past our time frame too. True. But. True. True. Not a big but, deal. Uh, gently, um, talking about what he did before he came over here, uh, Once Upon a Time in China, one, two, and three. Um, it's a whole story. It's a, it's a linear story, too, and it's all one part of a bigger thing. Um, I got into I got into watching the 
I guess you'd say the more in depth kind of martial arts stuff. I love the stuff that I grew up with too, but you know, like 36 chambers and Wu-Tang versus Shaolin and stuff like that. And uh, what was it? Oh, what was it? The seven poisons. What was it called? You know, this movie It's the seven deadly poisons or something. It wasn't about the styles. I I think it, no, it was, it had like the crane style and the tiger style and the nerd and Ah, what was this movie, Chris? Come on, you know I, it. I can't. I'm drawing a complete blank on the way you're describing it. I don't know. It's the Seven Deadly Poisons. I want to say. I'm gonna have to figure it out. What was your favorite coming up as a kid? What was your favorite? Until you know what I mean, like. Um, I know you got ten years before, but favorite martial arts movie. 10. My, the, the favorite martial arts movie is is also one of my favorite 80s movies as far as when I was growing up. As far as if we're not including ninja movies, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because the first ninja movie was in 1980. But Ooh, in 80, what is it? Uh, the Octagon with Chuck Norris, actually. Oh, um, wow, okay. But as far as a favorite, and I, I did like The Octagon. It was a great, It was a great movie. I liked it. It got some uh, some bad reviews from people who didn't like the way that uh, it was directed. They said it had a dark feel to it, like there was like they didn't invest enough money in lights or something. <laughs> um, they couldn't make up their mind if he was uh, some kind of an assassin or some kind of a karate champion or some kind of uh, something else or all three all together. And uh, there's these little parts of the movie where he's remembering bad things and there's whispers. He's whispering it and, and echoes, but it's what it is. Is it's symbolizing the thoughts in his head. He's having these 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 memories come back to him about his brother and his um. Well, it's we'll say it's his brother. It's more like his adoptive type brother kind of deal. They, they were both trained by the same master, mm-hmm. so he refers to him as his brother. Um, and he he finds out that this brother of his is running a group of assassins he's trained these people in the way that their master trained them as assassins he went on to be like a a fighting champion basically a karate champion the other guy went the route of doing bad things is what he learned so one thing i think it was one memory that norris's character remembers in the past that he thinks sent him down the wrong path was them having a contest and whoever makes it to the to the end of it and grabs the sword that's hanging is the champion between the two. And Norris gets it, and the other one wants to accuse him of cheating. Tadashi Yamashita plays the role of the, the brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not sure who he is and you've seen the American Ninja movie, he was the bad guy in American Ninja, the main ninja guy there. Okay. He, he was also in Jim Kata, who helped teach Kurt McKinney some of the stuff that he learned in Jim Kata. Um, but uh, that being said, Jim Cotter was a pretty cool movie, dude. Jim Cotter was, was a gymnastics wasn't thing, wasn't it? It had a little gymnastics feel to it yes. with the martial arts thrown in. He yeah, was also, Jim Cotter was Kurt cool. McKinney he was supposed to be like a spy as well, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think he's the same guy. I think it's Kurt McKinney. I think he's also in No Retreat, No Surrender with, with Van Damme. Like the, mm-hmm. one of the very first movies you see Van Damme show up in is as, as the Russian. Right, right. Uh, the Russian fighter in that. Um, but anyway, uh, in, in, in the Octagon, uh, Tadashi Yamashita's character, and I'm drawing a blank on the character name without looking it up here, but um, I think it's Sakura is, is, is the brother's, yes, Sakura is the brother's name. He's got this compound where he's training people, 
and they're learning ways of martial arts and how to use the weaponry and uh, of, of ninjas and stuff. And there's this the one uh, ninja he's got there that's his enforcer. Does not speak the whole movie, but he hisses a few times. And one of the little fun facts about it was the hiss was that the, the hiss that the guy does is inspired by the breathing techniques and the style of karate that Chuck Norris would do and stuff. Uh, also, what a lot of people didn't know, I didn't know this until just today. I just found this out today, you know, researching the movie a little bit. But the the main ninja that was the enforcer um, for Sakura was played by Richard Norton. It's Richard Norton's first acting credit. And oh, you never really? and, and you never see his face. But he's gone on to make a lot of other uh, B movies or B action karate movies and such with Cynthia Rothrock and Keith Cook and mm-hmm. Jeff Wincott and a few other people. To name a few. Um, so 1980, uh, that's considered pretty much the first ninja movie that came out. And then beyond there, you went like Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, Ninja 3, uh, the, the the Domination. You've had Nine Deaths of a Ninja. You've got Pray for Death. I mean, it just kept going on, you know. Right. Uh, but you but like you Jason and Freddy, just nonstop. Kind of, but it's not the same character base or anything. So, um, you asked me what my favorite one was, though, and then yeah. I got off topic. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the Last Dragon, because I grew up watching that a lot. Okay. Um, it was karate from beginning to end. Uh, right. The character, we've talked about it in the past. You and I have another show. Is, uh, you know, yeah. Bruce Leroy, being the main yeah. character, he's in Search of the Globe. You know, Shonuff is the guy who runs the neighborhood. He thinks he's the local, you know, bad guy who, who's running everything. Mm-hmm. And they had their showdown at the end of it, basically. Right. Um, I'm not going to go too deep into it. I'm not going to really talk about this a whole lot because we've talked about it so many times in the past. But a fun karate movie. It's got a fun, it's, it's, it's got a nice soundtrack to it for music. Um, and yeah. It was just one of my favorites to start with. It's, now, that's a karate movie. Yeah, absolutely. Now, when you look at something like Lone Wolf McQuaid, which yeah. I like a lot, that's my favorite Chuck Norris movie. Yeah. Um, I, I I teetered back and forth on saying it's a, a karate movie versus an action movie, but I guess I'm going to say it's an action movie. Because I would he, say so. He is a showdown with David Carradine at the end of it. Yeah. David Carradine is a karate guy of Tai Chi and everything. Judo and Tai Chi, I think it was. Um, but through the rest of the movie, you know, you had a couple of karate fights where when he when it, everybody knows when Chuck Norris gets in a fight, it's just not a fist fight. There's going to yeah. be a roundhouse thrown in there. It's going to be uh, something that's karate wise, so, right. mean, but to say that it's a, a real true karate film versus an action film with karate fights in it, we'll be kind of pushing our luck a little bit, probably. I agree. Okay, so we we didn't load anything in. We said we weren't going to really mess with that this show because there, if we started showing our pictures, of everything it'd just be we'll just be showing you pictures. You'd never get to see our beautiful faces. Exactly, but, and, and we went we worked so hard to make these look good today. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah. look, 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 look through it, man. We're good. See? Heck yeah. Well, I think we did pretty good. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to look this good, baby. <laughs> I cheated and threw one in just because I was trying to remember. This is the movie I was talking about, not Seven, The Five Deadly Venoms. Okay. I, I can is, honestly tell you I've not seen that. that. Y'all, if you love martial arts, you need to watch it. I have not seen it, but that don't mean I want to watch it. So uh, this one is a 1978 uh, flick, and it is about the the. I, I just watched this a couple months ago. It's the reason why it's so fresh oh, in my mind. Question: 
Yeah. Before you get before you get too deep into it, mm-hmm. is it one of those type movies that you might have seen on Saturday morning Kung Fu Theater, where they got the cheesy "I'm flying across the screen on wires that totally. you can almost see." Totally, you gotta okay. have that. You okay, got so it's not a martial if, arts movie without that. If, if that's the case, I may have seen it and not known it because I watched a lot of those Saturday morning Kung Fu Theater movies. Okay. Well, you may have. And like I said, this came out, uh, this is a little outside, which we're talking about martial arts. We're not uh, sticking, we're, we're we're inside our genre. We didn't say 80s only, so we're still inside. No. This is 1970, I think I just said it. It's uh, 1978. But uh, oh, Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. If we're going by our ticker at the bottom of the screen, however, it says 80s and 90s. and 90s. But you That's know what? True. But you know what? We threw out there the last samurai from the 2000s so i'm gonna say toss it in there yeah and, and i did sugar a while ago too that's the 70s but so but anyway uh yeah so what happens is the the master of this clan dies or whatever and he takes his his last pupil so <clears throat> he wants his last pupil to go seek out the five venoms what the five venoms is is uh it's these five warriors that he taught a particular style of his martial art, which it wasn't crane tiger. It wasn't the real ones, uh, which is my, I mean, these might be real. Who knows? There's so many different ones, but uh, yes. the special styles of Kung Fu that he taught then the five was centipede, snake, scorpion, lizard, and toad. Well, his last, his final student has been taught in those uh, disciplines, but just not, like a lot. So so the other five specialize in those disciplines where he's the jack of all trades. So he tells him he has to take at least one other student with him who has pure in his heart. To, so basically his dying wish is he wants to go to track down the five deadly venoms to make sure that, you know, they're not committing evil in the world, which of course they are. Or you wouldn't even have a movie. So, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's some great, it's some great seventies, eighties, uh, classic kung fu cheese for you man what i don't i don't understand the way of the toad the way of the toad oh he's 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 a trip he'll get in and when you go to hit him it's kind of like it's kind of like the it's kind of like iron the iron horse or, or the horse style that they can say where you they stand like this and they make their body like real strong so the toad will do that and when you go to hit him he'll be like Whoa. so he like bows his chest and belly out to that gum meet you with it <laughs> yeah, I remember that. The centipede is kind of like doing the crane type thing. I, I was so hoping. Like crane, but he's like. You're I, was so, I, I, was, I was so hoping the toad technique would be you squatting on the ground to dodge something and jumping out of the way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a killer movie, though. I loved it. It was good. Uh, that would have been too good to be true if you'd done that. I would. I, I want to I throw some names out there. Let's um, hear them. Martial artists throughout, you know, the time growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, you know Chuck Norris, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say this name because you can't get it right. I'm going to say Michael Dudikoff. Dudikoff, but but just to get it out there, <laughs> Dudikoff was not a trained martial artist when he came out into Neither American was Ninja. David Carradine. No, well, David Carradine, I think, at the most knew judo a little bit, and. Uh, if I, I, I think I've read before he did some judo and, and then they, they like to throw in Tai Chi, but they failed to tell you what Tai Chi was mainly used for. Mm-hmm. And I believe that was just like calming exercises and such breathing exercises, motion and movement, 
uh, caught as like and such. But I mean, you could also G, use those same motions. Chi is movements. your energy, and Tai is I forgot what Tai means, but yeah, yeah right. But you, but you can still use the motions and the movements they do the in their things. Uh, that they do in their katas, you can use in fights as well because it's like a, it's like you saying, and, <laughs> I mean, you you can, but the way they described it, how, how can I explain this? The way I read this, um, um, uh, sorry, all right, all right, all right. So let's say you're Mr. Miyagi mm-hmm. and you're teaching Daniel how to uh, block a punch or something. And you're teaching him about the wax on, wax off, and the sand on the floor, and the side to side, paint the fence, paint the house routine, right? Yeah. So if you are teaching him certain bits of a kata, and in that kata, it's got him doing those same motions where he does the up and down and side to side and the wheel it up for a block or whatever, mm-hmm. and you work, in, you work into some kind of a kata, then and that stuff become natural to him whenever he sees someone come to him he's gonna learn to block these things coming at him right according to, according to the movie awesome right man. this yeah. is karate right yeah well, right. the way i read it the way i read about it when they were talking about the tai chi was certain forms of their kata and everything uh it's been being about repetition also teaches you some certain movements for you know blocking and countering and things like that but it's not yeah. really as much of a martial art as it is more or less just you know, to me, like a calming exercise, a breathing right. exercise, and uh, and the thing that the thing the, the part your energy, the part of the tai chi that you're talking about too is, uh, um, if you remember another martial arts movie called um, uh, Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah. All right, Wu Dan, the Wu Dan school. When yeah. when the, when she punches her and she like bends away from it, so she. She moves in order to absorb the the impact or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's tai chi, that that's actually movements that the tai chi will. So when somebody comes at you and you're less, it's 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 flowing with the with the energy. So yeah. when they come at you, you kind of you just kind of crumple and shrink back with it, and it uh it takes the force away from it. That which is what the that that actual style that you're talking about in within tai chi is what they based the wudan stuff on in that do you, movie. do you remember back in the day when david carradine would put out his videos for tai chi yeah no. he'd be uh, selling he'd be selling videos it was like you like billy blanks has his video or Tybo. billy blanks really will kick your face off though oh yes he will he's he was he he there was one competition I, I i don't remember what year it was but it was it was one of the worlds and it was a full contact, and he did an axe kick. And axe kicks with your feet like this, and you bring yeah. one up to the inside, and straight back down. Yeah. He did that, and dude, I'm not kidding you, like split a dude's face open, just yeah. Well, he, like, was, he was strong for one, he's fast yeah. and he's strong. Yeah, Billy Blanks is really Blanks. that dude's real but deal. The whole thing with the Tybo engine, I'm not saying David Carradine was selling a video to help you lose weight or anything. <laughs> his his whole point of it though was showing you the art of Tai Chi and how it can be used to help center your and focus your energy mm-hmm. and help you with the breathing exercises as a part of it. So the breathing, the motions of the, the, the fluid motions and all these other things. It was a it's just a video you could buy. If you were looking to bring it like a sense of calm about yourself, you know, right? I I never bought it, or I thought it was funny though when I see it. And and in all honesty, too, um, in all honesty, uh, you know, karate, well, karate, 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 it means it means empty hand. And then, um, 
or, or and then other people will say that it means delay. And uh, so martial martial art is an English word that we did, you know, like martial law, like a martial art is just to dismantle somebody. So with the martial arts <laughs> or with your gung fu, gung fu, yeah, with your gung fu, um, the big one of the biggest parts of it is bringing that focus and that balance and that centering. You know, when you when you listen to or talk to masters and sifus and you know, however, whichever whichever discipline they're involved in or whatever, whenever whenever you go to speaking to them, listening to them, reading their words, whatever it may be, you know, that is that's a huge focus is about bringing balance and inner peace and, you know, getting their spirits and chakras aligned and this and that. And the, the fighting side of it is basically for self-defense and as a last resort. I mean, that's not, you know, that doesn't happen to be the real world case all the time, but (laughs) no, not at all, but it's a very spiritual, you know, all martial arts are supposed to be a very spiritual thing. Yeah. Traditional martial kind of, arts, kind of like a way of life, basically. Yeah, not yeah, so. when, not when it comes to like QCP not just, and not just getting out there and fighting all the time. Because uh, what you see in the movies is not like how it is in real life. We don't learn we don't learn different martial arts. We can go out there and just be walking down the street and see somebody getting mugged and go out there and take a one on five and you know kick their butts. You know, it ain't like that. Right. It's not how it really works. I, I always wanted I always wanted to take it when I was younger. My mom would not pay for for karate lessons or anything when I was younger. She right. would not do it. I'm gonna tell you a funny story in just a minute though. Tell me. Yeah. I know, just a minute though. I'm gonna finish these names first. I'm gonna tell okay, you. Okay. Let's let me give me some so, names. Start over again. Chuck Norris, Michael Ludikoff, Tadashi. Uh, from there, Tadashi Yamashita. Okay. Sugi, they were both well known in within the ninja genres. Timek, who was the guy was uh, Bruce Leroy in Last mm-hmm. Dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackie Chan, Sam Hong, Don the Dragon Wilson, ring a bell. Remember him? Oh yeah, baby. Um, then of course with the ones that most a lot of people know, Steven Seagal, Dolph Lundgren, Jean Claude Van Damme, and then I threw in there Cynthia Rothrock, Richard Norton, Keith Cook, and Lorenzo Lamas. And Lorenzo Lamas was he had a few movies out there where he did some martial arts in. He had the TV show, Renegade, where he where he got in fights. It was martial arts that he used in his fights. Mm-hmm. So we got that from him there. Uh, Keith Cook, uh, which you may know, Travis, more or less, by being in the uh, Mortal Kombat movies. He played yep. Scorpion or Sub... No, 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 no. He was Reptile in the first Mortal Kombat movie. And Sub-Zero in the second. And Sub-Zero's brother... Yeah, the, the Sub-Zero's brother, the unmasked Sub-Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was him in that one. Now, did you do you know anything about Keith Cook? Um, if you hadn't asked me, I probably could have told you a lot of things about Keith Cook. I've actually seen him twice in um, not full-on like Atlanta Comic-Cons, but I saw, I've right. seen him at a Dragon Con one time, and I've seen him at a smaller Comic-Con in Columbia. That's awesome. And, I, I, I would love to meet him. That's cool. Yeah, and I've seen him do some uh, bow staff routines and stuff. And yeah, yeah, he's he a, is yeah. very good. He's very fast. Uh, there was extremely. A rumor, there was a rumor about him that he could kick as fast as Bruce Lee could punch. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. <laughs> I don't believe it either. That's why I told you. That's why I prefaced it with a rumor, right? That was going around. That was his claim to fame for all that he could kick very fast. And he said, we think he can kick as fast as Bruce Lee could punch. 
Hey, did you ever watch? Did you ever see China O'Brien or China O'Brien Park? Yeah. Okay, so do you remember whenever they had him tied up, but his legs weren't? He was he was beating everybody up just with kicks, basically. Right. Yeah. He was super fast with that. When he took, he takes off running at these two guys at one point uh, at this uh, construction site they're fighting at, and gets airbound and kicks like both guys three different times. Mm-hmm. It's like he he kicks once as he's going up in the air and rising up, stretches his legs out and kicks one, crosses his legs and kicks a second time as he reaches <laughs> the peak of his height of his right. jump, and on the way back down, kicks him again a third time just for good measure. <laughs> And they got that in regular speed. Pop, pop, pop. Right, right. And he runs and jumps in and they go down. I'm like, I'm like, that can't be real. I'm like, yeah. he's got to be on a wire or something that I can't see. They had to do a good job with the wire. On I'm going to tell you, one of, oh, before before we move on, I want to throw out, since you're throwing those out, I'm going to throw out two that are enormous. Um, we don't think of them as being 1980s and 1990s stars because yeah. we see them. They they've grown to more fame later, but Donnie Yen and Michelle Yeoh. Oh, Michelle Yeoh, yeah. Uh, Michelle Yeoh has been around since Donnie, the eighties. Donnie Yen does he do now? Okay, Donnie Yen does not, all the Yip Man movies now. Yeah, he's the, the Yip Man. Okay, yeah. was he now? Is he did he was he also the guy who was in the Matrix? Was that Donnie Yen or was that somebody else? I don't remember Donnie being in the Matrix. So who was the guy that did that part in the Matrix two and three, or maybe just the Matrix two? The guy that was uh, he was a a former one like Neo. He he was the little dude with the little square glasses, the little tiny dude. Might have been square glasses. Yeah, teeny, remember, he was tiny, really rectangular good. glasses. And he he was fighting Neo at one point to just to test him basically. Yeah, I don't know who that was though. Okay, I don't, I don't I know, know if it was him or not, but no, it wasn't Donnie. It man has has got some good fight scenes in it. Great fighting. Man is incredible. And what I love about Donnie and that portion of his career. Now, the next name that I'm going to drop is my absolute bar none, even beyond Bruce Lee. My absolute 100% favorite martial arts, TV star, movie star, whatever. Head and shoulders above everyone else. And it's Tony Jaw. And Tony yeah. Jaw is a, he's a, he's a tie fighter. So he does he's- kickboxing. And Donnie Yen said that Tony Jaw inspired him to be better and more in his movies. He's been making them since Tony Jaw was a little boy. (laughs) Tony Jaw grew up on him. So what happened with Tony Jaw was he was getting these VHS tapes. He's getting cassette tapes out in in his village and watching them. Well, he was just watching these bootleg cassette tapes. He had no idea that these people were doing this on wires. Nobody, because he's a, he's just a little village kid out hanging out with elephants in the middle of the jungle. So that's what they say about him. They said, Tony Jai is the human bumblebee. Nobody told him he couldn't fly, so he does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the name. I know I've seen him in something. What have I he seen is, him um, He is mind-boggling. When you realize that he does every one of his own stunts, his other name is Tony No Strings, No Wires Attached Jai. He does nothing. Nothing you will see in his movies does he do with wires or anything. But what have I seen him in, though? You've seen him in Ongbok, Ongbok 1 and 2, The Protector. Um, He was in one. Ah, he was in one of the Fast and He was in two of the Fast and Furious movies. He's a little dark-skinned dude to kick Dom out of the back of the truck. um, That's that's what it is. 
That's that's Tony Ja. Okay. And it, he is incredible. He, he unreal. Go back and watch. Uh, like seeing Tony Ja, seeing Ongbok is like. Do you remember what it was like when you first went? <laughs> I don't know. You got the same feeling I did. But when you first went and watched Rumble in the Bronx with Jackie Chan, when he oh, first yeah. hit over here, and you had yeah. never seen it. I got cold chills. You'd never I mean, seen anything like that before. All the different uh, – the way he used everything around him is something. Oh, he, he wiggled off that dagger? I mean, Let me tell you the something. Man, the man run up walls, and, I mean, he uses the, cor- he uses the corner of a wall to just – one, two, three, four. He's over right. his wall over here and or something, you know. And and there, Tony Jaw will do that straight up a wall. He there's a there's one one movie. There's a glass wall in front of him, and he takes four steps. You can count them: one, two, three, four, and cuts a backflip right as a daggum four wheeler comes crashing through the damn glass. And it's not. I'm excuse me. I don't mean to cuss on our show. I get excited about this one, man. We're talking about my favorite. I, you know, I'm so excited here, and I didn't even hear you say it. <laughs> I'll hear it when I go back later and watch it again. Because you know? crashing through the glass, and it, and this is not, you know, it's he's in the vein of Jackie Chan. He ain't no, you know, if you mess it up, that's it. <laughs> like, and, and and Jackie Chan had several early movies over here. Other than he had Rumble in the Bronx, right? Um, it was like two or three others he had. Was it? Was, was it, Rumble was the first one, right? Rumble was the one that came out. I remember when it came out in theaters, we went and watched it. And, uh, Rumble was the first one that, like, I don't know if it's, it was his first, I think, theatrical release in the States, I think. He's had other movies out, like I think Supercop maybe came out before right. that. Okay, so Supercop was one. He had one called The Protector, too, I believe, didn't he? Yes, I think so. And something else about the something police or police story? story yeah but i don't see i don't remember those being out over here okay they, i mean they, they may have been it may it's but been it may so have been long. yeah and we've, had and, so, and then we've had so many to watch over the years I, i'm gonna have to look tony jaw at myself though and try, try to find something oh, to watch dude, more with him. tony jaw man that's my dude that dude is like and then you get to watching like youtube videos of this guy being in the streets having people on each other's shoulders like four three, four people high and this guy will run up and they'll be holding something out like a ping pong paddle. They'll hold it out. And so it's like 14 feet off the ground and he'll run up and cut a back. Flip. This dude can cut, he can kick street lamps. He'll come run up, cut a back flip and kick a street lamp. He's and, unreal. And you, and you know, now this is totally off topic, which you're talking about with Tony John and everything, but I did leave a, in my opinion, I left out a key name of martial artists mm-hmm. throughout the years that we're going to throw out there B movies and stuff too. And I, he's he, he he's one of your guys, man. Okay, Michael Jai White. Oh, dude, yeah, bro. I left him out completely. I love Michael Jai. And, I mean, and I had all these things written down earlier, right? Mm-hmm. I was in, and I had like all these names written down. I had these movies, like movies we've talked about before, like American Ninja, American Ninja Two, Enter the Ninja, Revenge of the Ninja, which I've mentioned already. The Octagon, uh, The Last Dragon, Best of the Best with Philip Ree in it, and Simon Ree. Yeah. That, that was some great stuff. No Retreat, No Surrender, which I just mentioned briefly a few moments ago with Van Damme right. and his first movies. Uh, Black Eagle, Van Damme and Shokasugi together in a movie. Um, I mean, anybody want to watch some great martial arts movies, write these down. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting them out for you right now. Write, write them down, go back and watch them. Jim Cotta that he, we mentioned earlier, Travis said was really great. It's a fun movie to watch. Um, I just want to get these out there for a second while I'm thinking about it because I know we're sitting at 47 minutes now and it doesn't even feel like we got 47 minutes in. 
to be honest. Wow, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. It really does not. I mean, it's amazing how fast this has gone by this show. Um, But, I mean, these are some movies that you will definitely appreciate. And the ones that Travis has been talking about a lot, I know where where Travis is going with a lot of his movies. you got a lot of these movies, Travis, that have got these traditional people over from Japan and everything that are fighting... um, like like your Jet Lees and Samuel Hongs and Donnie Yen. Oh, I love and, dude when Samuel I mean, Hong came out that did, big old did you, fatty over here like Did you ever watch Martial Law, the TV show? Dude. That would Samuel Hong. Yes, that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's how, that was my introduction to say I didn't see his movie. I, or if I did, I didn't realize well, who it was. You didn't know he was in some movies you've seen. You didn't realize. He yeah, was for sure. He did, yeah. he did some movies with um, with Jackie Chan for one. He did some movies with mm-hmm. But here recently. Martial law has been coming across on my Facebook list of videos. That you, if you if you go to the Facebook section where they get videos of the play, mm-hmm. uh, I've had several hits pop up. It's just you know for the martial law show, so I will watch it and just you know remember back when it was on and on. I don't know if you can find it to stream or not, but I'm watching these things and I'm watching these clips and it's it's like watching a Jackie Chan movie. He's using everything around him. I mean. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the fights, I mean, he might use the chair. And I don't and mean like that. Isn't amazing how he can move? That dude's big. Sam Hong is, is not huge. a small man. I mean, he gives me <laughs> hope. You know, he gives, <laughs> right. he, he gives me hope. I'm big as I am. Hoping yeah, I'm moving that way. Maybe, right. maybe not. Nice. Sam Hong is a bad dude, man. Right. Oh, I was gonna say something about talking about using everything around him. Now, I'm gonna tell y'all something that re- I have really seen happen. I'm not saying I did it. I'm just saying like we we used to carry him in our pocket. Uh, where he in Rumble in the Bronx, where he grabbed he grabbed that uh, uh, antenna off that car and wiggled it, and then smacked that dude on the butt with it. I have seen a car antenna. We used to keep the ones we used to keep them off of radios, but you slap somebody with a car antenna upside the head. I'm telling you, they ain't no more fight in them. I saw one boy get a daggum one off of a car like that that don't it don't telescope it like solid. Right. He slapped another dude upside the head and Judson man, and I'm gonna tell you right now. That dude, it hit him right straight across through here, and it was like he—he he, was like he took a dang razor to him. It slit him. It split him open all the way across his cheek, and his ear was in two pieces. Wow! And I—I I mean, he didn't like tap him with it. He wow, but it sure did. It laid him open. Car yeah. antenna. Well, right. while while we got a few minutes left, I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions now. The, the, the ninja genre. One, one, real quick, real quick, real quick. Jackie Chan's first theatrical release in the U.S. was First Strike in 1970, uh, 1997. Sorry. What was it called? First Strike. First Strike, okay. Yeah, I can remember right. that, him jumping out of a helicopter and skiing. That's all I can remember. That's what I was thinking. That's the one visual I had earlier, jumping out of a helicopter and everything. Yeah, yes. that's that okay. movie. Okay, great. I could not think of the name of it saved my life, though. <laughs> So we talked about some of the regular martial arts movies. I know, I know you like the ones that are like Saturday morning kung fu. Mm-hmm. I get that and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as a traditional martial arts movie here in the eighties and nineties, and of the ninja genre, mm-hmm. go ahead and throw one of each after that you like the most. Wait, man, give me, give me, give me my criteria again. Okay, let's go one at a time. Uh, the the ninja genre. The ninjas and on. don't pop up here and tell me you want Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles either. I was going to. You, I was yeah. actually going to go for three ninjas first because I wanted Tom Tom in there, but no. But uh, you know what though? I mean, I, 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 I guess three ninjas I, was awesome, dude. Come on. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I, I guess unless I make specific rules along the way. Yeah. Term ninjas in the title. So um, that's right. But let me right. ask you this. Let me, well, let me go you. with the, the traditional ninja pick, movie. 
if you were going to pick a traditional ninja movie where they're in the traditional ninja garb, the outfit, they have swords they fight with, they pull out other weird weaponry, they disappear with a little poof, smoke bomb and everything. If you were to pick, oh, okay, so that takes me away from that takes me away from my my grand. Okay, yeah, so ninja, straight up ninja. I'm gonna have to either say I'm gonna have to, uh, man. I'm going to have to say American Ninja. See, and uh, I, I, I'm torn between two. And one's American Ninja and the other is Ninja 3, The Domination. Um, <laughs> yeah. as, as much as I like Michael Dudikoff in the movies that he's in and everything, yeah. uh, Ninja 3, The Domination, I wore that movie out. When I was right. Uh, and Shogun, I'll tell you another I mean, one that's real. Shit, up. Look, to, to me, it's hard to have a Ninja movie without having Shokasugi in it. Yeah, I I'll agree with that. But I, I tell you one that was it was in my head too though is best of the best. But I don't know if I'm on because I mean, can't really use best of the best as a ninja movie. Not, yeah, guess what I'm saying it's not it's not over there. But that would be in your other area, best traditional martial arts movie, just a martial arts movie. Traditional martial arts when movie. When I say traditional martial arts movie, I mean one that is like. Uh, not the Saturday morning kung fu. Yeah, yeah, nothing, yeah. So that's nothing gonna that go, they have from Japan coming over, but so, just just American made martial yeah, arts. Yeah, with movies, not with not movie. going outside. Oh, American made. Well, what I mean by American made is when you see American made movies, usually uh, unless they're mimicking the style that they use in Japan and and in Asia, they're you know they use a lot of the high flying on the wire routine. Deals. Right. The kung fu theater specials stuff like so that. Kung fu theater special. Now that I got one for that one. I'm sure you do. Okay. All right. So, we're, okay. So now that, okay. So I get, that, that makes sense. I got that one. Okay. So now American style, just traditional. Just a martial arts movie. Just, you know, I mean, not one that's, you know, like I picked Return of the, uh, I picked uh, The Last Dragon as one I watched, one of the first ones I watched. Man, I, I don't want to do this, man. I don't want to do this. I, I got to go with Karate Kid, man. <laughs> but that's fine, though. Because I don't want a, to, though. I want to pick a, something different. But when I think about it, man, that's just the, that's the blow up, dude. But, I mean, it's a story about a young kid who's being taught and brought along by somebody who is a karate master in a, some form of martial arts. Right. And, you know, he teaches him in a strange way. I get it, yes. But the kid does learn how to defend himself and even goes ahead to win a tournament. He, he mm -hmm. learns enough to win through a tournament. And do well from there. So there's something wrong with that. And, and it and it came back. The only reason it beat the only reason it beats Bloodsport. The only reason it beats Bloodsport is because it came back and gave me this new. Uh, started out on YouTube, but now y'all can watch it on streaming services. It gave me the new Cobra Kai show too. So which I love. Yeah, I mean, uh, you you could have gone Bloodsport. You could have gone Kickboxer. You could have gone Best of the Best. You could have gone. Yeah. You know, when you did go Karate Kid, I mean, you could have gone several different directions with it. Yeah, I got to I got to go Karate Kid for that one. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So let me throw out, though, as I don't know which genre it would be in. I'm thinking it's going to be in the one that you just said, because it's not strictly ninja. Right. The matinee. The What would you call it? The martial arts matinee? Thing? Oh, I used to call it the Saturday morning Kung Fu matinee. Yeah. Saturday morning Kung Fu theater. I, I'm taking Once Upon a Time in China. Mm -hmm. Y'all need to watch okay. that movie too. See, I can't quote you or the no whole movie series. I, the I can't series. quote you no movie, no movie titles from that. I mean, I remember watching a bunch of them when I was a kid in television, but I couldn't tell you one title 
from that from that type of karate movie. Well, see, Once Upon a Time in China came out, and uh, I just told you all a while ago, late eighties, early nineties, like ninety one, something like that. All right, so look. Before, so what's yours? We, we're, we're getting, well, I mean, we got four minutes. I, I'm gonna say best of the best. Best of the best. I, I love I, I love the Karate Kid one, two, three. Okay, I do. But best of the best, the fights between Philip and Simon Ree. Yeah, yeah. For that deal they did there was just too much for me. That it, it was great to watch. Uh, Karate yeah, Kid. What year though, did Scott the, Wolf? What year does Scott Wolf and my man do the Double Dragon movie? I don't know, but Mark Dacascos, I left that name out too, didn't I? Man, yeah. only the strong. Oh my God! Yeah, Mark. Yes, dude. Yeah, doing doing. Capoeira. He was just in the last John Wick movie, bro. Yeah, he's still kicking it. He, that dude's awesome. Well, he was too. also on Hawaii Five O, the TV series. Man, we're Play sorry. On. We're sorry, dude. You're awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, oh man. See, I mean. The story for Karate Kid, the first, very first Karate Kid, and the second Karate Kid, nineteen ninety four. For what? Yeah. Double for Dragon. Double Dragon. <laughs> yeah, see, Double Dragon was a fun movie based. So it's based off a video game. We can get into that. It was. Um, so I know we're Street Fighter. I, I know we're. It was Street Fighter was kind of beyond cheesy. Easy, um, it, but it had Raul in it. It was. It was. It was. It was some easy cheesy. It was, but I liked it. I liked the Zangief character. The dude they had playing Zangief made me laugh real hard. I, it's, I mean, it, I can say I didn't watch it. I watched it. I had to watch it. It's based off a video game. And come on, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to get to what yeah. it's like. And I, so, I'm going to say that I love Just Raul. like I watched Dead or Alive. You ever watched Dead, you ever watched Dead or Alive? I did. That movie was terrible. I, I don't know. But do you like I it? Liked though, it. Right? I liked it. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> they focused on the women characters, too, is what they did. They, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the that's the way the game did. was. The game was fan yeah. service all the way, man. Yeah. The yeah. Street Fighter, though, I, I, I tell you, I love Raul Julia, mm-hmm. but I hated him as Bison. He was nowhere near powerful or big enough to be Bison. No. No, it wasn't a very good choice. I don't think anyway. What was the one with the capoeira in it? Banana way. Only the strong. Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, only the strong. Um, I don't know the guy's name that played the. Uh, I know he he played the brother. Um, not the brother. Oh, that was, was Mark Dacascos. We were talking well, about. That's Mark Dacascos plays the lead role, but the, right. the main bad guy in it. Hmm. I don't think he's anybody. I don't think he's well known. I don't think he's really a martial artist or anything. Jeffrey Lewis, maybe? No, Jeffrey Lewis is in there. He's the former Kurgan? teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, Kerrigan was the teacher that uh, okay. when Dacascos' character was in school. Okay. Uh, read off some names to me. I'll tell you who it was. Uh, hang on. I only got four names right there. <laughs> so we got uh, Mark Dacascos, of course, Jeffrey Lewis, Stacy Travis. That's the girl, right? Uh, yeah. Paco Christian Prito is Silvero. That's got to be him. Silvero. Yeah. Silvero. Yeah. 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 That's him. Okay. Ah, uh, dude, when he pulled off that barrel kick off of that thing, that was so bad. Was I mean, awesome. dude, I, I know uh, we're close to the end, but I got a couple more people I want to bring up. We're yeah, gonna let's go do it. We're going to go over just a little bit on this one. It's going to be okay. Well, yeah. We did, look, right. I mean, we did practically two hours on John Hughes the other night, so if we go on... <laughs> Hey, if we go an hour 15, like we do, actually, if you look at our average here lately, an hour 15 has been our average. But, <laughs> right. Um, Cynthia Rothrock. 
Uh, Absolutely. We, you, you can't talk about any kind of martial arts of uh, the movies without bringing up Cynthia Rothrock's name. Michelle Yeoh was great. Yes. Cynthia Rothrock has been around for such a long time. She's a true Cynthia champion. Cynthia was the queen. She was the queen. The queen, exactly. The, she's a true champion in styles and true champion in fighting, uh, weapons. Um, she's uh, her uh, thing she's known the most for is that scorpion kick, which, if you're not mm-hmm. familiar with the scorpion kick, it's where uh, if she was to lean forward into you, and bring her leg back from behind she can lift her leg and curl it high enough and far enough where it kicks you as she leans forward from like from behind. Like, like, like a scorpion's tail would come over and hit you right her her leg mimics that and will hit you yeah she forward. can kick herself in the back of the head pretty much yes uh she's good she's great with a staff with, with a bow staff um uh, mm-hmm. that was one of the things um China O'Brien one and two. I wore those movies out over the years, and they wouldn't have came out. And I'm gonna tell y'all now too. Just something real quick to touch on Cynthia. Uh, Cynthia is an amazing woman in real life. Uh, I recently watched a documentary on her. Her husband shot her. She made it through that. She's a uh, horrible cocaine ad- abuse. Um, like this dude, I think he shot and stabbed her. She crawled out of the daggum house. Like there's a. I can't remember which platform it's on, but y'all just look up Cynthia Rock, Rock, Rothrock and find this uh, the doc, the latest documentary on her, and and watch it. It is, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and she's on uh, Instagram. I actually follow her on Instagram. She puts pictures up a lot. Uh, she a lot of travel and everything she does at different countries and everything. This woman has I'm got so to sorry. be in her sixties. I'm so sorry. I'm so what? sorry. I just made a huge mistake. That was not that was that that was not Cynthia Rothrock, the one I was just talking about where her husband shot and stabbed her. I got I got I got my documentaries mashed together. She Uh-oh. did do she did do these problems and she did what she was an abusive relationship. The one that got stabbed, shot, and crawled out of the uh, hotel uh, her house was that the box. She was a real boxer. She had curly brown hair, wore pink all the time. She opened up for Mike Tyson mm-hmm. fights. Christy. Christy something. I apologize not, for that. That's my bad. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it, it was not. It was not Cynthia Rothrock. It's Christy something. Well, my fault. I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's just hard getting get good help. Hard getting good help, man. It's hard getting good help. I mean, I, I, can, find any, I, I can find anybody crack a joke or two every now and then, you know. But, yeah, uh, not as good as me. To get someone who's got solid research is another. Not as good as me. Well, I'm hey, messing. I'm just messing. But anyway. Solid research, though. Solid, <laughs> solid. Even I can have all the research in the world too, though. If I'm pulling it from, if I'm trying to jumble it out from up here, it's not going to come out right. <laughs> this is written down word for word. You're like, um, Cynthia Rothrock was <laughs> right? in China O'Brien. China O'Brien. Um, Cynthia does um, have a crazy good. Um, documentary on her out there though do you know something fun about her that she was in one of the dukes of hazard reunion movies what? No. yes there's a reunion movie they had where there's a local fight going on in town and she's the girl who's uh winning the women's division area of it or or she's winning no there's no women's division there's just she's in the whole thing her and her boyfriend both and ends up being her and her boyfriend both at the end fighting each other and he won't fight her so he lays down basically without ah. telling her he's giving up that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. I hate that I got those two mixed up a while ago. The, the boxer's name was Christy Martin. Christy Martin. And she's okay. the one that actually got shot and stabbed and all this. 
So I'm going to throw a name out there that we hadn't thrown out there yet. And we said when we did this show, we was going to do this name. And this is Bolo Young. See, there's so many out there that we just you don't, we don't think about getting them all in, right? Bolo Young has been around Dude. since the early days when he had uh, the 70s. The, His very first movie was not The Wandering Swordsman in 1970. That he was uh, the, the what he's, one of his earliest ones, I think he's most known for, is probably Enter the Dragon because of Bruce Lee. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, at least, at that. least that he's most known for here. Yeah, here for sure. And because he's, been, he's dude, that dude's been you know, well, 1970 he, to 2015. He's got 112 credits, and he's just in two Van Damme movies, right? Bloodsport, uh, Bloodsport, and, and um, Double, Double Impact. Impact. Yeah, that might. It might be the only oh. Back to what we talked earlier. Um, tons and tons of movies. If we're going to throw out some B-movie actors and actresses, well, we've got Cynthia Rothrock out there. She's been in a lot of great things. Uh, you've got Richard Norton was a partner of hers in quite a few of them. I mentioned Keith Cook already. you got uh, Jaleel Merhai, which was in the with, with Tiger Claw and Tiger Claws 2. You had, um, that was Cynthia Rothrock as well with him. You had uh, Jeff Wincott and her in a movie. I don't know if the movie was called Martial Law, like the TV show was, or if it was called something else. Mm -hmm. But, um, and then you, oh, God, was it her and Jeff Wincott or her and Chad McQueen? I can't remember. It's been such a long time for those. Right. Uh, a lot of great B-movies out there for um, for uh, martial arts. No Retreat, No Surrender 2, she was in that, I believe, or 3, one or the other. And it wasn't this something simple like the first one was they were part of a three-man team going to the jungle somewhere to rescue somebody it was kind of strange lord navaden was in a, one of them and lord lord navaden's another one of those names of a b-movie martial artist that was uh pretty good at some movies out there okay um gosh i can't think of i, I don't want to toss too much out at once and just get people like you know you know, Chris said this and said that, but I can't remember all of them anymore. You know, so many. There's, 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 there's so many. There. There's a ton of research out there. If you put some time into it, you look at some things. You'll, you'll find a lot of great movies from the what? past that are not just that. We got, we got to get one more. We got to get one more person. Yeah, yeah. Out of so we named all these people. We we got to get Carrie, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa, 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 Tagawa. Is he really? Is he really a martial artist though? I don't know, man. Or did he just play? Or did he just? Or he just? He's like a, a character player. Like I, I, I don't know. That movie. That dude's been in so many. Every, every every movie you see him in, he's either a yakuza. Or, well, you know, he was a Wing Kong man, uncredited in Big Trouble in Little China, one of your favorite movies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he's either he's he's either in some kind of Chinese gang. Kind of kinda like yeah, he's kind of like the boss all the time. He's kind of like the most bad guy. He, he does play the boss role a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's a very good point with him. I mean, I wouldn't, but I don't know if I'd rank him as martial artist though. He had a small fight with a guy that played um, uh, Liu Kang in the martial arts, Robin Shao or Shu or Shao. How does he pronounce that? Shu Shao, Shu Shao. I don't know. S H O U. Well, is that just Shao? I mean, here we say Shao. It's missing the T. It could be so. it could be Shao. It could be Shu. It could be Shou, you know what I mean. It depends I mean, on if knows? it's Mandarin or if it's that you know. Which one it is? But the fight they were having, <laughs> it was also hey Hachi Mishima in the well, Tekken movie too. The fight they were having it could be something that me and you could pull off. I mean, they were just doing some close-up camera angles where there looks like they're exchanging back elbows or something with each other. 
Well, yeah. Well, that's why everybody talks. Um, that's why everybody talks about a lot of, you know, what I mean, like David Carradine. David Carradine wasn't no real martial artist. Yeah. Uh, he yeah. might have did the Tai Chi a little bit, but he wasn't no real. And then you had, like, like I said earlier, Michael Dudikoff, who was not, you know, uh, oh, it, that's one of the things. The little we're talking about little tidbits and facts and stuff I, I copied earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, in the first American Ninja, they were hesitant in hiring Dudikoff to play the role. But the guy who is the uh, stunt coordinator, the martial arts coordinator, fight choreographer, mm-hmm. uh, I want to say his name is Mike Stone. I'm trying to see if I get his name. I got his name on here somewhere. Check this out. In 2013, Tagawa started working with Russian film actors. And in 2015, he converted to Eastern Orthodoxy, which whatever that's a his religion i suppose and in yeah. 2016 he required russian citizenship tagawa yeah that's crazy. I, I mean, that's what uh that's the what the thing here says that's, that's crazy well, <laughs> what i was saying a second ago then mike mike stone's the guy's name he's a fight choreographer who pretty much assured the producers that um dudikoff would pick up on the stuff quickly in american ninja 2 Mike Stone, who's a fight coordinator from the first one, plays the main bad guy in the second one. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea that was him when that happened. Did you see American Ninja 2? It's been a long, long time. Do you remember whenever they go to the island and Wild Bill brings in, the, the, the guy's name is Wild Bill, There, mm-hmm. that uh, he brings in the cavalry uh, to come to the island to make sure they rescue everybody. It says here, the Marines commanding officer is named Wild Bill. He has a similar look to G.I. Joe's character of the same code name. He even wore a similar style hat as the G.I. Joe character when they stormed the Lions compound. Due to Wild Bill looking like a G.I. Joe character, it would explain the look of the rest of the strike team not wearing matching clothing as a nod to G.I. Joe, which was popular when the film was made. Oh. Now, I thought that was kind of cool. The budget of that movie, by the way, $350,000 made $4 million in the box office. Well, it made money, but it wasn't, um, you know. Right. I, I'm afraid that uh, Tagawa is a real martial artist, bro. Okay. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, that is good. Yay! I don't have to defend him or like, uh-huh. uh, talk trash about Pat Morita, not knowing a lick of martial arts. <laughs> Camera work. Um, Miyagi... Miyagi father say camera angle uh very very good very very good yeah very uh, very good so yeah he um he actually uh was involved in off screen off screen uh addressing student groups and been coaching the martial artists portraying Shang Tsung in the martial art combat uh, Mortal Kombat live tour and in his free time he is developing uh right now he is developing his new form of his own form, his own discipline of martial arts called Chun Shin. Chun Shin. Chun Shin. So he's yeah, he's been say. he's been uh I know, right? So yeah, he's been uh he's been studying since he was little. Um they moved to California, blah blah blah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a real martial artist. All right, all right. Well, I mean Good enough. I want to go ahead. We're we are at one hour, eleven minutes. I'm gonna tell you a quick story. I told you I'd tell you a funny story earlier. Tell me a funny story, and then it's, I'll tell you a funny story, and when we it's, meet. It's, it's, it's semi-funny, okay? It was semi-funny. It's, it's semi-funny to me because it's it's a part of my childhood growing up and a memory I have of somebody that I met growing up. So <clears throat> I feel fairly safe that I'll never see this guy ever again in my lifetime because <laughs> I can't remember his name. 
Okay. I remember, I remember his first name, but I don't even remember his sister's name or much less his last name or anything else. So, uh, as a kid, I lived in a, a small town, Tennessee. I'll leave the, I'll even leave the city name out because, you know, I guess not important or whatever, which town it was in. Regardless, it's, it's about this kid moving in, right? He moves into the apartments that we live in. And I guess, you know, kids when they're young, they'll do anything they can to make new friends. They want to be important, sound important, feel important. Uh, they want to be popular or whatever, right? Stuff like that. So uh, the the guy's name was Jay. I remember that. And he wanted us to believe that uh, he took karate. Because at this time frame of living there, karate movies and ninja movies were a big thing to kids. Right. So he wanted us to believe that he was he took karate and, and uh, he was a red belt when he quit. Mm. So he decided one day he's going to come out and show us his red. Now, this is weeks upon weeks of him talking about how he got taught this, he got taught that, he was showing us a few of his kicks his teacher taught him and stuff. And while it wasn't perfect, you know, you were a kid. It's not going to be perfect when you were a kid, right? Right, right. So weeks upon weeks of him telling us about this, about being a red belt, he decided he's going to come outside and show us his red belt. Now, knowing that my friend and I that lived there had never seen an actual belt that belonged to a gi. Right. He comes out there with this red belt that he has wrapped, uh, taken from behind, wrapped around the front, put it around behind and back to the front again, and then tied it off in a mm. knot. And we're like, oh, he really was a red belt. Look at that. Oh, man. That's cool. You know, we're talking about this stuff. We're asking him all these questions. His little sister walks by, two years younger than him. She goes, what are you doing, Jay? He goes, shut up. Go on somewhere. We're talking. She goes, why do you get the belt from your bathrobe out here for? <laughs> and we're looking why you at him. for your bathrobe? We're looking at him. Bathrobe? They're like, she's like, yeah, it's all this bathrobe hanging behind the closet door. He <laughs> took the red belt off of it for some reason and brought it out here. I'm a red belt. Okay, so we didn't talk to him for several weeks at that point. He was in punishment zone, you know. We wouldn't have nothing to do with him for a little bit. He duped right. us. We felt stupid. He duped us and everything. Anyway, long well, That's like the, the funny. The other funny thing about that, too, is most martial arts, especially when we were kids, most martial arts that were here, <clears throat> there were no red belts. And if you did catch a red belt, it was usually in conjunction. It was a certain band of a black belt. So it came like after you were a black belt. I don't know if it's based on the style of karate or what exactly it's based on, whether it was Taekwondo, karate, or jujitsu or whatever yeah. discipline you took. I mean, but I do know I do remember in Tennessee there were there was a red belt. Were there belt some in, red belts? There was red belt in the list. It went like off memory, and I might be wrong. It went white, yellow, orange, green, blue, red, brown, black. Okay, so usually that's what I say. Used to usually most schools that didn't have a like a red. A red was a classification after after black. Like if you had a red belt, you were usually more than a black belt. It's like a seventh damn black. That, that's was what I'm saying. That was, was the time here around here. Was it yeah. one of those things where they put a black belt and they put like a red, a real red, red sash, a real red? They called it a sash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Called it a sash, and that's when you hit your seventh dan or tenth dan. Something I think it's tenth dan. But oh, here's my funny story. That and that is hilarious. <laughs> what are you doing? So, oh, I got a two-part funny story. 
if y'all are gonna do a podcast, don't wear your monster feet down here. Cause like I pulled a, I pulled my whole computer unplugged with the claws on these things. These are my bedroom shoes. Ain't these cool? <laughs> why? Why do they gotta be your bedroom shoes? Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them outside too. <laughs> so, but anyway. Hey, do you wear them outside when you can leave tracks with them and make the local people scared thinking Bigfoot's coming around? Yes, and I've got a Bigfoot statue out front, too, so they That's freak out funny. thinking it might be moving. So when I was little, um, well, my, okay, so my dad is a retired, he was a Green Beret in the military way back when. And so with him coming out and being young and still being into all the stuff, and, you know, when he was in, uh, the, our military taught Shotokan and uh I forgot which form, but a form of Wing Chun. So Wing Chun is like, kind of like saying Kung Fu. Wing, there's a lot of different styles that fall under Wing Chun, or like Shotokan would be a subset. So, but anyway, um, Shotokan too, I won't get into all that. God, I bum. I get, I get that old man thing where I start spreading out. You know what I mean? My brain just <laughs> does too much. My search engine goes crazy. So anyway, he's teaching me this stuff when I'm a kid. And this is the story I hear. I don't remember this, but this is the story that my mom loves telling all the time. So I've got a cousin that's four, four or five years older than me, uh, Gene. And Gene was picking on me out in the backyard. And I was four, three, four years old, something. And uh, <laughs> basically said, I Billy jacked him, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked at him and said, you see that put? <laughs> and she, she made sure she puts the put on there, too, not a foot. Didn't say foot. Yeah, so you see that put? And she said, Eugene said, yeah. Said I kicked him square in the mouth. Whap! Standing side kick. He hit the ground, started crying. Said I leaned over him and said, "You don't see that put no more, do you?" <laughs> <laughs> One of the kicks my dad taught me when I was a little kid. Kick my kick my bully cousin inside the head. I'm gonna call you Billy Jack or Major yeah, Payne, man. Billy Jack. See, see you see that put this here? Take this here leg. Put up against the right side of your face. <laughs> I took. Hey, real quick, I got another funny. Wiz damn, my dad used to tell me all the time too. He said, I'm gonna punch you in your dot, meaning my nose. He he's all right now, I'm gonna punch you in your dot now. So we was at the nap. Remember, used to y'all I don't remember this. Y'all go in the auto zone and walk up to a counter and tell people and they well used to the 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 auto part store, store is kind of like a hangout. It took a little bit to get your stuff together, so there'd be people in there sitting on stools like at a bar, smoking cigarettes and swapping stories and chewing and whatnot, while the guys was running around getting whatever bolts and gaskets and all you needed, looking them up in books and stuff. So there's like twenty or thirty people at Napa Napa Auto Parts store. This I do remember. I think I was about five or six when this happened. So we standing there and. Uh, <clears throat> I was acting out or whatever, and Daddy's like, "Boy, I done told you, I done told you to stop that." He said, "Got on to me." I looked at him right in the middle of the story. So you gonna punch me in my dot, Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> Mama said he turned red as a dog on them shop rags. He was standing beside <laughs> me. He said, gonna punch me in my dot. Call him out. It was right. All right. Well, I hope man, everybody. Man, it's a fun episode, man. Yeah, this has been great. I hope everybody's had you know fun listening to our banter today with this stuff and. Uh, Marshall, if you're a fan of martial arts movies uh, of any in the whether it be 70s 
80s, 90s, the old, you know, Saturday Kung Fu theater movies that Travis is in love with. It seems like oh, yeah, if you like any of those, I mean, I'm just, in love with all movies. Y'all gonna hear me talk like this over anything we do. I know. Drop us some messages then, dude. Leave some comments and tell us some Please, of your favorite, yeah. some of your favorite martial arts movies back during that time. You can you can break it down by genre if you want to. I don't care. Ninja movie, martial arts movie. If you like the flying. Circus on water routine, everything. Do that too. I mean, it's all good. Exactly. People got their little throwing knives there. Oh, throw. How about this one too? Y'all doggone. I don't want. Oh, it didn't stick on that one. You know, I was. You got. I hit my Tony Todd. Okay, okay. Like, don't get me in trouble with your wife, or you're gonna wake the whole house up. Oh, I forgot about that. I am gonna wake the house up. You are gonna get me in trouble. Hey, by the way, we're gonna go ahead. These things stick. These stick in plywood and trees and everything else, but they won't stick in this old school wood paneling, son. Y'all need to get some old school 1970s wood paneling. They want nothing sticking it. Oh my God, Tasha's gonna kill him. I won't have a co-host anymore. I know. I was gonna say something too. Fans to the to our to our seven fans right now. Yeah, to the seven fans we have at the moment. Oh, let us know too in the comments if you want us to, if you got any of these movies in particular that y'all want us to do a deep dive on. That'd be fun. We'd like exactly. to do a deep dive on a couple of them. Exactly. Well, that being said, before you get in too much more trouble, I'm going to shift us over to the social media so they know where to uh, reach us and let us know what their movies are they want to watch and well, get deep Tony. dives on. So, I can't believe I stabbed my Tony Todd. But I can believe cry. you did. I can very much believe you did it. I can. I'm going to hear about this later, I'm sure. There's going to be another funny story, just so you know, coming soon. Uh, that being said, check us out on social media. Hold on one second here. Here we go. You know, social media is a very important thing these days. It's the way that you keep up with us and the way that we hear from you. So if you would, take a moment and follow us. We're located at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram at our name, Retro Life For You. That's R-E-T-R-O-L-I-F-E, the number 4-Y-O-U. You can also reach us via email at RetroLifeForYou at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe and follow and share us with your friends. And hey, while you're at it, do us a huge favor and leave us a great five-star review and a rating. It helps in ranking the podcast and, most importantly, lets us know how we're doing for you. As you can see, he's gone back to the glasses thinking that if he did wake his wife up and she comes down there, she won't hit a man with glasses on. That or she won't see me. Or I'm she starting a new him, genre, right? and I'm starting a new genre. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm, I'm spaghetti, spaghetti martial arts. I'm getting the feeling that uh, some somebody's upstairs stewing right now. And then when he leaves his basement, he's in. He might be. No, uh, no, no. She's downstairs this time, so she's in the she's in the bedroom bed. Okay. That night uh, she was on the couch. And I was like, I'm like. So you might not be seven feet that way. <laughs> so, so you might not be dead tomorrow. I still may hear back from you. Then that's good. Yeah, and last time I was basically hammering the wall with my phone, too. I just threw yeah, a couple uh-huh. of times this time. We should be out of Oh, yeah, like it didn't make a lot of noise. Like I couldn't hear it all the way here in Panama City. It made, it made a little record. It made a little record, yeah. All right, Travis, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, call the show. We hope everybody did enjoy it. Uh, make sure you do, as the video said, go drop us a couple of likes and a follow, a little review there. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Mention us to your friends. 
and let's help get this word out there for the fun retro life things and these nostalgic memories we get every time we talk about a show absolutely absolutely all right thanks for watching guys and travis guess what cowabunga dude <laughs>